Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Every podcaster I know wants more listeners. Every podcaster I know that's aware of them wants to follow best practices. Sometimes, best practices are getting in the way of listening. Hmm. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today, of this recording is the WWDC Developers Conference from Apple. And we are sure to have a lot of information about new things coming to Apple Podcast, which controls something like 85% of the listening audience. And it's with that backdrop that I want to talk about a best practices that many of us have implemented and a change that is necessitating or that will be necessitated by these today's Apple's announcements, and what they mean to us podcasters, those who have chosen to implement some best practices that Apple hath brought to us. Now, without going too much in-depth into the history of this, a lot of podcasters out there aren't even aware that iTunes is going away, and they're all freaking out once they've discovered that iTunes is going away. And they're thinking about the ways they have to change the website. And honestly, you should change your websites, podcaster. You really should change your website because chances are, well, I shouldn't say chances are, in a good number of cases, many podcast pages are still referencing iTunes. Click here to listen on iTunes. Subscribe in iTunes. iTunes. Well, iTunes is going away. And they've told us this for the last two years or so. Now, the good news is, because Apple is not a stupid company, is that when they do finally make this big change, rumored to happen today, to finally kill iTunes, rumored to happen today, those links you have on your website, you're fine. They go to iTunes, you're fine. They're going to go ahead and they're going to redirect over to Apple Podcasts, so you're going to be fine, all right? So, fear out of the way first. But with that in mind, with the idea of going in and making changes, well, maybe we should make some changes. I think we should make some changes, to be more specific of that. Both Apple, Apple Podcast, and Google, Google Podcast, have given us some guidelines of what they would like for us to do, how they would like for us to brand the podcast listening experience in each of those applications for our website. You've probably seen a very consistent listen with Apple Podcasts bug, or listen with uh, Google Podcasts bug, little logo is what I mean by a bug, but I don't... Well, here's what I'm saying. I think it's time we should reconsider doing that. I mean, I know that both... Well, specifically, Apple Podcasts really wants us to brand Apple Podcasts more since they've failed to for the last 24 months. But is that really serving our listeners? Specifically, is that serving the listener base I care most about and I think you should care most about? And that's the 70-ish, some odd percent of people who still 
don't consume podcasts on the regular. For those people, when they go to your podcast page and they see your listen on iTunes, boo, or listen with Apple Podcasts, yay, verbiage, logos, buttons to click, whatever, if the person isn't familiar with Apple Podcasts, and more than just familiar with it, if the person isn't an active user of Apple Podcasts, that little logo bug, that little button you put up there, is daunting. Because it's, it's, it's either daunting or it's disappointing. It's daunting in that, one more app I have to install. Man, I don't, I'm worried about privacy. I'm worried about all these things. I, I hear the bad news is, mm, mm. okay, they're not happy with that. It's, it's, it's what did I say? Disappointing was the other one. It's disappointing because once they've clicked that button, there it's in your app. Okay, great. Now, now it's pull your show up right there, but they can't find it again. <laughs> It's, it's kind of, you know, it's it's a little, what, I thought I was going to, this is not a. Mm-hmm. So, same thing goes for Google Podcasts, by the way, perhaps even more so. But here's the thing, if you back up and we look at these, why are we putting these bugs on there? Why are we putting the listen on Apple Podcasts or the listen on Google Podcasts logo bug buttons on our websites? Well, because that's what we're told to do. It's best practices, say. These are where most listings are going to happen, so put those on, and a few others. And that's what I'm calling, hmm, on. I don't, I think we should have them. I think they're right, but I think when people come to your website, the page for your podcast, and they're not regular podcast listeners, I think that those talking about two different apps that they're unaware of, obviously, isn't helping you. So maybe we should change it. Here's what I'm working on this week. And I can't decide if I'm going to do it myself or I'm going to hire a designer, which I probably should do. But I want to come up with new logo bugs, new buttons, new subscribe options for both Google Play and, excuse me, for both Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. That instead of talking about that tool, that branded thing, I just want to talk about what device they're holding in their hand. We know that 85% of the people still consume should change the way I say that. 85% of all podcasts are downloaded directly to a mobile device. So instead of that, I want a button that says, got an iPhone? Click here. It's not going to say click here. Got an Android? Click here. Now we think, many people will tell you, but yeah, that's what the Apple Podcasts and the Google Podcast buttons do, Evo. They're designed one for iOS, one for Android. Yeah, but they're branded wrong. They're branded for the app not the listener. I want the listener to say, I do have an iPhone. Yes, I would like to click that button because something's going to happen. Or, yes, I do have an Android phone. Hmm, what happens when I click this button? She's back to the listener experience. I want that to be really good. Now, not, not that I think those are the only things you should do. Now that Spotify and Pandora, are you on Pandora yet? Because you can be. Both of those platforms can... Um, constitute a very large population of people who are actively using their phone to listen to things. See, the other two people who click the, I have an iPhone or I have an Android, they may not be used to listening to content on their phone, but I guarantee you Spotify and Pandora customers are. So in this case, I think it's perfectly fine 
to use the Spotify, listen on Spotify, and I'm assuming I haven't seen it yet, listen on Pandora Bugs, because that's a branded app experience that makes sense. So the first two you're going to list up there are operating system, don't call it that, mobile phone devices, that's what you call it. Second two is going to be Spotify and Pandora. And then the other two for advanced version that I highly recommend that you do is you need to give people direct access to the RSS feed. Yep. Not through a clickable link, but a different way. That's hard to explain an audio. Basically, you expose the text inside of an empty text field that's not going to be actually submitted. It's copy and paste type thing. And I think you also allow them to give you your email, to give you their email address so that you can send them an email with each and every episode. Because if you do it this way, you got the mobile people covered who, who don't who aren't listening on the regular to anything on the mobile device. You're letting them know that they can. Second, you're taking advantage of the two most popular listening device apps, listening apps, and making sure people know if you're a subscriber there, if you're a user there, my content's there too. And then finally, for the people who just would rather do something totally different, there's the RSS feed. Or here's the option to get it by email. No muss, no fuss. Yeah. That's what I think we should do. In fact, that's what I'm working on this week. So all new stuff coming out from me. And yeah, if you're a client of mine, that means all new stuff. you got to make some changes. I'll, I'll, I'll help, obviously, because it's what I do. It's what we do here at Simpler Media. Hey, if you're a business owner, if you are a professional service provider and you're looking for help getting into podcasting or taking over your podcast or just making this thing work better, get in touch. You're the kind of client we work with. Give me an email, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all of the services we offer our clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.